0: Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this live, Father God. Right now, I just pray over this live. I pray over this Bible study. I pray over the Wi-Fi, the connection. I pray over each and every person that's tuned in, Father God. I pray over their Wi-Fi and their connection, Father God. I pray over them throughout this week, Father God. I pray that this word reaches the ears that you set out for it to reach, Father God, and that it plants a seed of fighting on a new level, Father God. Every day is something with life, Father God. And we just want to thank you in this moment for giving us what we need to war with, Father God, and for preparing us for what it is that you're calling us to, Father God. We love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As y'all can see from my prayer, what we're going to be talking about tonight is war with words. And we're coming from the book of Jonah. And I'm going to be talking about chapter 1, but the main verse that I want you guys to focus on is in Jonah chapter 2, and it's verse 10. So y'all already know I got to give y'all a little summary a little backstory so like I said God gave me this word all over the weekend he's been telling me the way that you war is with words in this season I need you to war with words And some seasons God calls us to step out on faith in some seasons God gives us steps or he gives us guidance or he gives us specific things to do but in this season and for those of you who are in the same season as me because you know we're all in different seasons but in this season for me specifically he's saying I'm telling you to be still in this season and allow your words to war for you so when he said that i automatically thought i was going to be in the book of numbers but then he led me to the book of jonah so jonah chapter one y'all probably know the story of jonah jonah flee, flee from god god gave him some instructions and it starts off jonah chapter one verse one says the word of the lord came to jonah and he told jonah what to do and verse three says jonah ran away from the lord so jonah is the runner track star whatever you want to call him then when you go to jonah chapter two it starts and it says well actually we're not gonna go there yet because god showed me some stuff with jonah chapter one so jonah chapter one this is where god gave him the word and jonah's response to the word was to run because y'all know it is we can relate to jonah a lot of people talk about jonah but it's easy to relate to jonah when you look at your life y'all know it's one thing to look at somebody's life and say something but then when the camera turn around on you when the mirror is on you it's a completely different story and that's what people don't be understanding. You could talk about my situation, but what about your situation? What about what you got going on? Let's focus on you. So we know Jonah's story and we know that God gave Jonah a word and Jonah ran away because he didn't want to do what God told him to do. And there are some situations in your life where you know what God told you to do, whether that's cut off a significant other or cut off a friend or whether that's leave that job or whether that's move to a new location or whether it's fast from social media, cut this off, don't talk to that person, whatever it is that God told you to do, you have your own reasons as to why you're trying to run away from that word or from that seed that God planted inside of you. So that's so we're not going to start off bashing Jonah because a lot of people like to bash Jonah. How can he be disobedient easily? Because when God gives you a word, it's heavy. When God tell you to do something, it's like it goes against everything that you know. It goes against everything that you're comfortable with. So let's not act like we're all perfect and we never did the opposite of what God told us to do. Because when God calls you to something, he's calling you higher. He's calling you above. And it's like, God, who you think can do that? So, And then we have to really focus on what God was saying to Jonah. God said to Jonah, go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. Go to their city, like listen to what he was telling Jonah. Okay, let me break it down to y'all. This is what he was telling Jonah. I'm gonna need you to go to their hood, and when you go to their hood, I'm gonna need you to preach against what they got going on in their hood because their wickedness has come up against me. Are you going in anybody's hood and preach? Like, whoa, 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 whoa! You want me to go what? go to their hood and tell them about they who going with like? Jonah to do go to they hood and tell them about themselves because their wickedness has came up against me so we can all see why Jonah's reaction was I'm gonna get up out of here because you're gonna have to send send somebody else because I bet it ain't me like come on now we just talk about him running but why did he run because God was on some other type stuff so he said, you know, go to their hood and tell them, preach against it because his wickedness has come up before me. The next verse literally says, but Jonah ran away from the Lord. So Jonah ran away from the Lord. And we know the story. When Jonah ran away from the Lord, he got on the boat. They got in the water. It was a terrible storm. And then they had to throw Jonah off of the boat into the water. And then it says in verse chapter two, no, verse chapter one, verse 17, the last verse, it says, now the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah. So Jonah done ran away. He done hopped on a boat. He, he up out of here. In the water, it's a storm. They like, Jonah, you got to get up off our boat because you causing issues. He like, all right, bet. Throw me in the water, whatever you got to do. And then the fish came and swallowed Jonah. So now we're at the last sentence in chapter one, going into chapter two. So it says, now the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. And what I wrote down was, inside the fish let's just now we already don't put ourselves in the shoes of jonah so he tried to run away from god and now he's inside the fish have you ever been inside a fish and i know the answer is no but i always tell you guys when you read the bible i don't just want you to read it like a story i want you to see the meat of it see what god is trying to show you so if you think about yourself being inside of the fish a fish has swallowed you at this point this is a season to where it's nothing that you can do. At, at this point, it, it, it's it. This is the end. This is, this is those seasons. Jonah being in the fish will be equivalent to seasons of isolation where God has has cut you off from everybody and he has put you to the side you're not around nobody you're not talking to nobody you're you're isolated at this point that's what it feels like being in the fish it feels like being isolated it also feels like the seasons where you feel like you're out of options i don't know what to do next i don't know what my next move is i can't see my next step because now i have reached a place to where i'm all out of options i'm all out of suggestions i'm all out of feeling like i can i can make this thing happen on my own i'm just at a standstill that's when you're in the fish just like jonah it was nowhere else that jonah could run it was nowhere else that jonah could hide at this point it seems like this thing is just it's just done ate me up it just done took over me it, 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 that's it so i wrote down some situations or some seasons to where it's equivalent to being in the fish and those seasons would be isolation seasons or seasons where you're all out of options or seasons where no one can help you who could have helped jonah in that fish So little do we know, it's a lot of times where we're in the fish as well and it just looks differently, but it's the same thing because nobody could have helped Jonah in that fish and there are seasons to where you get to a point in life and it's like you don't even bother calling and telling nobody what's wrong because you know it's nothing they can do for you. That's the season where you're in a fish. Another example would be you don't know what's next. You don't know what the next step is. You you can't even try to figure it out because it seems like this thing has gotten so bad that it just can't be fixed. It can't be reversed. I don't know what to do. I just have to surrender at this point. And the last example I wrote down is that it doesn't look like there's anything you can do to fix it. We've all been in a season to where it doesn't look like there's anything that I can do to fix it. So little do we know all these years, we know the story of Jonah, but we just never thought we were able to relate to a, to being in a fish, but actually we're in a fish in a lot of seasons. And a lot of times we're in that place to where you have no choice, but to war with your words. When you continue to read Now we're at Jonah chapter 2. It says that the Lord provided, and I circled provided at the end of chapter 1. I circled, now the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah. Because I circled that because I want y'all to know that even when you're in the seasons of isolation, even when you're in the seasons of I'm all isolated, there's nobody I can call there's nobody that can help me I feel like I don't know what the next step is I feel like I'm never going to get out of this season I feel like I'm never there's never going to be a solution for this even in those seasons where you feel like you're in a fish and there's no way out God provided that season which means that if he provided or allowed that season he knows a way for you to get out so I circled that now the lord provided a huge a huge fish to swallow Jonah because Jonah felt like Think like really put yourself back in it. If you're Jonah and you're swallowed up by a fish, the last thing you're thinking is that God sent this fish. You're thinking, dang, I should have never ran from God because now I'm swallowed up by a fish. Dang, I should have listened to God the first time because now I got myself in a deeper mess. Dang, I should have listened to God the first time because now I'm all out of options. We get to that place in life or in different seasons where we feel like, Oh, I didn't listen to God, and now I'm in a situation to where God can't even help me because this is a mess. But God is such a good god that even the situations that seem like they're taking us out even the situations that seem like they're so bad that they can't be undone it says that the lord provided that huge fish the thing that swallowed up jonah the thing that got jonah in a place where he can't do nothing else it was god that allowed that thing to happen so it says now the lord provided a huge fish to swallow jonah And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. And I want you guys to pay attention to the fact that it says he was in the belly of the fish Three days and three nights. It told us how long he was in there before it moved on to the next sentence because a lot of times when we get swallowed up, when we get in seasons of isolation, when we get in seasons where we don't know what's next or we can't figure out what's next, we want God to instantly take us out of it. God, get me out of this fish. If you don't do nothing else, get me out of this fish. Get me out of this mess. Get me out of this season of isolation. Get me out of this place to where I don't know what's next. Somebody said out here, it's dark. Get me out of this dark season. get me out of this season to where I can't even see where I'm going Jonah didn't know where he was going in the fish it's nowhere to know it's no way to know where you're going or what's happening next or where you're headed you're literally in the dark an isolated season a dark season when we get in those seasons we want God to instantly take us out of it but the Bible was intentional to say and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights meaning he sat there it wasn't instantly. As soon as God provided the fish to swallow him up, God just took him out of it. Uh uh-uh. uh Three days and three nights into us hearing it, it sounds like oh he was only in there three days and three. But you think about being in the belly of a fish in the dark <laughs> for three days and three nights. That is a long time that feels like a long time to be in a dark season that feels like a long time to don't know you don't know what direction you're going in that's a long time to not know whether you about to die or whether you about to live that's a long time to be in this dark place where you can't see anything a blind season for three days and three nights and then he's in the belly of the fish so he don't have no watch I mean, unless he had it on, which I doubted. It. It was, he was in the water and then in the fish. So the, the watch is gone, okay? The watch is gone. Ain't no watch. Ain't no iPhone. He's in the... You don't even know how many days it is. Really think about it. Three days and three nights when you don't have a watch or any time to tell or nothing like that. That seems like three years. It feels like... Three years, and that's how it feels like when we go through our dark seasons, when we go through our seasons of isolation, when we go through our seasons of not knowing what's next and not able to see what God is doing and what how things are moving, we don't know what's going on. It's It may be three days and three nights, but if you put yourself in his shoes, it probably felt like three years. And that's because you have to go through the process. There's a process that you must go through. And that was the three days and three nights. So when you continue to read, Now we're at chapter two, verse one, and it says, from inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God. Because before you was running, but now you're praying because really think that's that's why you got to go through the process of sitting that's why you have to go through those three days or three nights because god has to show you i want to get you to the place to where you know how to war with your words see before you wanted to war by running before you wanted to run away from my words before you wanted to do what you wanted to do before you wanted to find a solution on your own before you wanted to make a way based on your own strength so now i don't know i done brought the fish to swallow you up and i'm gonna let you sit there and think about it for a little while see the dark seasons are needed the seasons of isolation are needed because then you're able to sit there and realize i did all that running for nothing I, I, I did all. Think Jonah had plenty time to think about his actions. I need you to sit and I need you to be in this dark season, this isolated season, because I need to make sure you never do this again. See, if God automatically takes you out of this season, you're not going to learn the lesson that you need to learn. It's some sitting. Y'all know when you send a child a timeout, I need to send you over there to think about your actions so that when I let you out, you won't just do it again. If I just let you out the second I put you in, there's no lesson in that. But I need you to sit for a while in this season. I need to isolate you. I need you in the blind right now so that you can really understand that I am the one that's in control so that you can really understand that I dictate your next steps, that I am your father. I need you to sit in this season for a little bit. We can't just be taken out immediately because then you don't learn the lesson. And see, with Jonah sitting in the belly of a fish for three days and three nights, he had a lot of things to think about. In the beginning of Jonah chapter one. It says that when he ran away from the Lord, it says he went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and left. He had to pay to get on that ship that he was on. I literally wrote down, he wasted time and money. You wasting time and money trying to run away from what God is telling you to do and you still... Gonna have to do what God is telling you to do. You wasting time and you wasting money. So that's why this three days and this three nights, this isolation season, this dark season that you're in, yeah, it's needed for you. Because I need you to make sure you don't ever do this again. I need you to think about how much money you wasted. I need you to think about how much time you wasted trying to operate outside of my will and not look where you at. So it says that he was in there for three days and three nights, and says from inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord. Cause now you're ready to pray. See, before you was running, but I don't allowed you to get in this mess, this messy seat, this messy situation, this messy season. I don't allowed you to get in it, and then not only that, now I'm allowing you to sit in a blind spot, cause you wouldn't have been here. If you, if you wouldn't if you would have listened from the beginning, but since you're here now, I'm going to have to take you through isolation. I'm going to have to take you through a dark season. I'm going to have to take you through a season to where you don't know what's coming next. And then it says Jonah prayed from inside the belly of the fish. He prayed to the Lord. So I wrote down that when you're inside of the fish, you realize that this situation is now bigger than me. And honestly, it been, it been bigger than you. The situation you're in, the situation is that I'm talking about is your life. Your life is bigger than you. We wake up and we think that we just get to make decisions on our own and we do have free will. But understand that the plan that God has for you, your life is bigger than you. So it takes sitting for three days and three nights in the belly of a fish, in a dark season, in an isolated season, in a silent season. It takes being in those seasons for God to help you get your mind right and help you get back focused. Because when I was allowing you to see, when I was allowing you to do, you was doing what you wanted to do. So now I got you in a dark season so that I can really speak to you. So that I can really teach you what I'm trying to teach you. And from sitting that three days and that three nights, Jonah began to pray to the Lord. Finally, he stopped running and he started praying. Because in the midst of the situation, Jonah finally understand that I war with my words. It was nothing that he can do to get out of the belly. It was nothing that he could do to get out of that season of isolation, to get it out to get out of that season of darkness. It was nothing that he could do, but pray. So for whoever is in a season of isolation, whoever is in a season of a dark season and you don't know what's next and you don't know what's next steps to take and you just feel like you're you're helpless and all options are off and you don't know what to do, war with your words. Whatever season that is, whatever situation you're in, it's time for you to war with your words because God had to allow you to be in that situation. Never think that it, it it has defeated you. You still have an option. A lot of times we think that prayer is our last option when it should be the first option. But it takes situations like this for us to finally see. This is where your true power comes from. This is where the uh, this is where the authority really comes from. Is where you war with your words because God allows you to get into situations to where you can't even do anything to get out of it. It's nothing that Jonah could have did with his hands to get out of that fish. It's not. It God will allow you to get in situations to where your hands your strength your mind nothing can get you out of it because he wants you in a place to where you realize your best fighting is when you're talking to him your best war weapon is when you're praying and using your words so when you read jonah chapter 2 the verse that i really wanted you guys to focus on chapter verse 1 in chapter 2 talks about how he cried out to god okay now you want to cry first you was running but now you want to cry But the verse I really wanted y'all to focus on was Jonah chapter two, verse 10. And I loved it in the easy translation. The easy translation says, the Lord spoke to the situation. I'm sorry. It doesn't say that. It says the Lord spoke to the fish. Whatever season you're in, whatever situation you have, whatever storm you're going through, I want you to understand that you war with your words to God. And when you war with your words to God, all it takes is God to make one statement. All it takes is for God to say one word to that situation for that situation to be over with. It says in Jonah chapter two, verse 10, it says "And the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto the land. I liked it in the easy translation because it says the Lord spoke to the fish and the fish spit Jonah out onto the dry land. Because the Lord said a word. See, we go through life trying to carry the weight of our situations too much. And all God got to do is say one thing to that situation. All God got to do is send one word to that job. All God got to do is send one word to that hospital. All God got to do is send one word to your significant other or your spouse. All God got to do is say the word and the whole situation will change. But we spend so much time trying to figure it out and trying to get to the solution ourselves that we don't even realize that your best weapon is the words that you pray unto God. Because when you use your words to war and you pray unto God, God uses his words to shift the situation around. God uses his words to make the change happen. It's not going to happen because of your hands. It's not going to happen because of your strength. It's not going to happen because of your money and how much time you spend up losing sleep. It's not going to happen that way. It's going to happen when you war with your words, when you pray out to God, when you tell God what's going on, when you explain to God what's happening, which he already knows. He just wants to get your heart posture right. He just wants you to operate from a place of faith. When Jonah began to speak to God in the midst of his situation, verse 10 says that the Lord spoke to the fish. The Lord spoke to the situation. The Lord speaks to the season. The Lord speaks to your problem. The Lord speaks to the health issue. The Lord speaks to the doctor report. The Lord speaks to the bank account. The Lord speaks to the fish. And it says the fish spit Jonah out onto dry land. He spit it out. Which means whatever is keeping you confined, whatever has you, whatever is surrounding you, whatever has you feeling like I'm all out of options, you need to use your words to war against that thing in the, in the in the spirit realm. Pray to God. That's your weapon that you need. It's to use your words. And when you use your words, God will use his words. And his words is the words that make everything change. So the seed tonight is the three WC, war with words this is not the time to be trying to figure it out yourself, this is not the time to be stressing because you don't know what to do, perfect you don't need to know what to do, all you need to do is use your words, all you need to do is cry out to God, all you need to do is pray to God, because understand God allows you to get to these situations in these seasons where you don't know what to do, this is intentional you think that you don't, that everything is falling apart because you don't know what to do and God is like, I finally got you to a place to where you can see that I don't want you to figure it out, I just want you To have faith, I wanted you to run out of options. I wanted you to not have the answer. I wanted you to get in this situation to where you're in the belly and everything's dark. Yeah, I allowed that to happen because I want you to understand that you're strong, that I'm strongest when you're weakest, and you're strongest when you're talking to me because I have the words that will make everything change. I have the words that will set you free. I have the words that will get you out of that situation. I have the words that will make the breakthrough happen. I have the words that will make the funds come. I have the words, but I need you to speak to me and stop trying to operate on your own and do it yourself. I loved it in the easy translation. Y'all know my Bible, is NIV. The easy translation said, the Lord spoke to the fish. And I wrote down, the Lord spoke to the situation. Because see, the situation that you're in or the season that you're in, that's just a fish. God allowed that thing to come. Don't, don't think that that thing has power over you. Don't think that that thing has defeated you. Whatever season it is, whatever situation it is, it does not have any power over you. It does. It has not defeated you. God allowed that to come. And he allowed it to come because he wanted you to get to this place to where you understand all I need is my words. You can, you can put me in the dark. You can put me in a fish. You can put me in a situation to where I can't use my strength. I can't use my hands. But all I need is my words. Because with my words, that activates my faith and allows my father to make a way. All I need is my words. All I need to use is my words. Jonah did nothing else. It was nothing else he could do. But praise God. But begin to speak unto, speak unto God. And with that, with him doing that, the thing, he could have did that from anywhere. It took him going through all that stuff. It took him going through all that stuff to just speak. And when he spoke to God, God spoke to that situation. So I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what your stormy season is. I don't know what's keeping you up at night. I don't know what's bothering you. But I do know the answer to it. You need to war with your words. And when you war with your words... God sends his word to that situation. It's not for you to fight this thing. It's not for you to figure this thing out. It's not even for you to carry it. I need you to war with your words and let it go. That's why God allows us to get to these points. Think about it. After Jonah finished praying, it was nothing that he could do but sit in, sit in the fish and wait. He just got to sit in the fish. And God loves that because through him sitting in a fish, God got to show up and show out. How can God show up and show out in your life if you keep moving and doing stuff? You you keep doing stuff. You you can't even see what God is trying to show you or what God is trying to do because you keep trying to figure it out yourself. mm War with your words. This is not my battle. This is actually beyond me, bigger than me. I'm just a small piece of the puzzle. So I'm a war with my words and I'm gonna let my father do the rest. Cause I know when he's when I speak to him, he starts speaking to it. Whatever it is, whatever situation it is, whatever season it is. When I use my words to war against this thing and speak to my father, my father starts speaking to the thing. My father starts speaking to the fish. My father starts speaking to the situation. War with your words, let's pray. Father God, we just want to thank you for this fresh revelation. Father God, we want to thank you for this fresh word. We want to thank you for this reminder, Father God, that you didn't create us to go through life stressing and worrying and trying to figure it out stuff and trying to come up with solutions on our own, Father God. You are our Father. And as a Father, you go before us, Father God. You open doors that no man can open and you close doors that no man can shut, Father God, because that's just a good type of Father that you are, Father God. So today we are reminded that all, all we need to do is pray and talk to you, Father God, and you will make mountains moves, Father God. You will make things happen that we couldn't even imagine happen, Father God. So today, we release our worries to you. We release our cares to you, Father God. We submit our hands to you. We submit our strength to you, Father God, and we submit ourselves to you and surrender to whatever your will is, Father God. We will not walk or take a step or make a move without your permission, Father God. When you call us to be still, we will be still and worship you and war with our words against what whatever is in front of us, because we know that when we war with our words, our father makes a way. Father God, we love you. And we thank you for this word. I thank you for using me as your vessel, father God. And I pray that this word reaches the ears that you set out for it to reach. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. War with your words. Stop fighting. Stop, stop fighting. Stop stressing yourself, trying to figure it out. Cause then when you keep doing that, you're going to end up in a fish. And when you end up in a fish, You don't want to learn the hard way. You can do it the easy way or you can do it the hard way. Don't wait until you win it because God will, as we see, he will put you in a situation to where you can't do nothing but sit and have faith. So just start now. Whatever that situation is, war with your words. Speak at that thing. Speak at that thing and speak to God. And watch God make everything shift according to his will right y'all thank you so much for tuning into bay bible study bay bible study live tickets are available this friday at 10 a.m eastern standard time this video will be saved to my igtv as well as on my youtube this weekend make sure y'all subscribe to my youtube there will be a new episode of the spiritual struggles um series tomorrow tomorrow's episode will be all about isolation okay isolation can i see your dress it looks so pretty oh yeah so the knit collection dropped on my website this is a two-piece actually it's a skirt y'all let me get up it's a skirt let me see It's a skirt and a shirt, and it's available on my website. The link is in my bio, Bay Boutique, Um, and it comes in another color as well, so you guys can go shop the knit Collection, and make sure you guys check out the Spiritual Struggle series. Tomorrow's episode on YouTube is going to be on isolation seasons. So if you're in a season of isolation, go subscribe because the video will be up tomorrow. Thank you guys for tuning in to Bay Bible Study. I love y'all, and I will see y'all next week, Wednesday. Bye.